Bondo. Yeah. Star Wars Sessions in the building, children, ladies. This is the way to the recap, baby. And you know, it's gonna get wild when Matt and Luke talk Mando and the child. Morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. Welcome to Mandalorian Recap from Star Wars Sessions. Coming at you faster than a greyhound dog in the High Republic. Uh, my name is Matt Hudson, <laughs> aka Jabba the Hud. And joining me as ever, the King of Basildon, it's Luke Bly, aka Master Blywalker. How are you, my friend? Oh, mate, I'm good. I like the little High Republic mention, but, uh, you know, good conversation for another time. Um, yeah, mate, it, it, you know what? It's another week. And it's another Friday. And it's another Mandalorian episode, mate. I just, I'm telling you, I love Fridays. At the <laughs> just like waking up. Do you know what, though? It went half dark today. It's cold, like, isn't like, it? It's cold and it's dark. Like, I looked outside the window and I was like, man, it is so dark and dreary. Like, it still kind of felt like the end of nighttime a little bit. I was like, mate, I haven't been up this early in ages. Of course, I had. It was only a week ago on Friday. Um, But, mate, Mando just made it even sweeter. Made it even sweeter. Um, It goes without saying. We cover, we try and cover the episode as much as possible and chat our feelings. This is a spoiler show, ladies and gentlemen. So if you haven't seen the episode yet, which is, of course, chapter 14, right? Chapter 14? Right. Season 2, episode 6, chapter 14. That's it. Strategy. Yeah, that's starting to get a bit confusing, isn't it? I know. Oh, um, <laughs> I have yeah, to write cha- it down. Chapter 14. Um, yeah, go watch it. Or if you want to spoil it for yourself, you can stick around and do that too, because it's going to be spicy and filthy regardless. Matty boy, Matty boy. So it's Friday morning. You sit down to watch Lamando. I know you've been saying there's been MOT drama with your car today, but you've you finally sat down and you watched the episode, right? Yeah, mate. And I was sitting there. I looked at the time of the episode. And it was like 30-something minutes, like 35 minutes. I, think, yeah. I was like... Okay, usually the shorter ones seem to be more, I hate to use this word, the quote-unquote filler, or they, you know, they're kind of just expanding on the lore and you know, maybe bringing in some new characters and stuff. I'll be honest with you, this didn't feel like that. From like t- 10 minutes in, I was like, oh, damn, like they, they've gone straight to, is it Typhon? Typhon, yeah. Yeah, they've gone straight there. Um, and it's funny because the 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 front cover of the clip has Cara Dune on it. I was thinking, blimey, they're going back to Navarro. Yep, I uh, saw that too, mate. I was like, hang on. They were like, yeah, we've got to go to Tavern, but let me take a pit stop. Oh, Mando, we need you for something. <laughs> oh, right, okay, yep, another episode. <laughs> There's spiders coming out of a cave like next to the village. Go kill them, <laughs> all of them. That wasn't the case, mate. So I was proper blue to that. Initial reactions, Matty boy. Well, the first thing, I thought I was in a spy stream, as one of the characters in this episode said. Yes! Um, yeah, man, when I, saw the, I, I thought this was going to be a transition episode. I said it last week, and on uh, the Geek End episode of Jamie Stangrim, I was like, this one's going to be like a pit stop. They're going to do another, can you do something for me? Yes, you do something for me first. Um, but I was really surprised when it opened up, and they're like, right, here we are, Tython. Like, 
oh damn, we're going there straight away. And I was, and then he gets he gets baby on the sea and stone, and we're going straight away. So I was like, right, this isn't this maybe this won't be a transition episode after all. And um, I liked it, mate. I liked it a lot because the first time I saw it, I've seen it kind of twice now. Once like fully engaged, a second time to jot some notes down. The first time I was like, you know what, that was that was good. I, I really enjoyed that. And then kind of rewatching it, soaking it up again, I was like, this is boss. This is just a half an hour action packed, just absolute bonanza of just filth. Uh, so I really like this one, mate. But what about you? Because you got up early in the at the crack of dawn to watch it. Yeah, I do? I got up at. Um like before the 8am release date, because it comes out 8am British time every Friday. And I'm there, mate. I am there. I, I tell you one thing, the most dramatic thing this morning was I didn't have my coffee pods for my Tasco no. machine. So I had to do a flipping instant thing, didn't I? A little, little cheeky instant job. And I thought, oh, well. It's the world coming to. But you know what? That wasn't a sign of things to come. I thought it would have been, but it, 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 it wasn't, mate. Um, I tell you what, straight up, the, the, the reaction on the internet seems to be extremely positive. Oh, good. I haven't seen any of that yet. I haven't been on Discord. I haven't been on Twitter, IG. I stay off it until we do the recap. So I have no oh, idea what people think about this. Fair enough. Like I do a cheeky little tweet usually. Mm-hmm. And I just, yes. I, and I look after like, I just keep an eye on our Discord server. Um, and before you know it, you're just checking up on, on things while you're on the loo. Um, <laughs> spoiler, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on this no, side. But- yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, no, I think generally this isn't my favorite episode. For some people, this is their favorite episode ever of The Mandalorian. Nice. For me, it's that it isn't that. It's kind of like maybe middle of the road. And again, I've said this many a time this month already and last month. I find it really difficult to rank these episodes because I enjoy it. I enjoy all, of all them. consistently good at least. At the very worst, they're just good. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're so cohesive, it's kind of like hard to see them as separate, you know? Whereas the episodes in the Skywalker saga or the films, you can kind of differentiate them completely. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it's harder to do with The Mandalorian. Um, and I think that kind of is a strength. Now, when it comes down to the episode, a lot of action in this, a lot of action, uh, a lot of like fighting. Um and I thought some of it actually was like quite brutal. It was very brutal. I was, and and actually some of it to me almost crossed the line of this doesn't seem Star Warsy. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I was like, man, this doesn't seem Star Warsy. It's like just crossing that boundary a little bit. Um, nothing to really be concerned about personally. Doesn't really bother me too much because you know action is action. Um, but yeah. You, yeah, it's kind of hard not to jump into the big reveal because Let's do it, it, man. Because we have to. I say, quote unquote, big reveal, right? It's not like we didn't, we've not seen this character already in this in this series, but it was just like, whoa, hang on, what's happened? What's happened here? Like, how has this happened? Mm-hmm. Um, we're smarter than this. So, hang on, I will say one thing before we <laughs> we're smarter than this. I will say one thing, but before we go into all of that malarkey, um. I, I love the planet they arrive at, you know, uh, Tython, Typhon, um, and it, there's like a Stonehenge at the top of a hill. <laughs> that's like, it, yeah. the seeing stone. That's it. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? That's, that's like the ancient Jedi temple they call it. It's and cool. um, they can't they can't uh, land there, can they? So Mando says we're going to take a little trip with the windows down. 
and he gets little baby, little Grogu, sorry, under his arm, and they jetpack there, and, and Grogu's loving it, isn't he? He's having a great oh, time. It's yeah. a lovely moment. It's a well, lovely moment. Dad, Delorean is he's he's like you're a very special kid, you know. We're I'm going to make sure that the we're going to get you off to these Jedi. They're going to take care of you, and he keeps saying Grogu and chuckling every time he looks up. And as soon as I saw what the episode was called, mate. I was like, oh, no. I know. Oh, no. It's the, the tragedy. Tra- I can't say that. I've, I've never been able to say this word. The tragedy. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, no. Um, and then they open up with Mando and Grogu being all cute and doing training. And Mando's like, f- for the first time, like really ever, he's kind of, you can tell he's like, he really doesn't want to give the kid up. He's chuckling when he's saying his name. He's he's um play. He's he's, he's training him. And he's kind of like, oh, and when he does it, he's like, dang, Farrick. Almost like he doesn't want him to be able to do it so he can stay with him. Uh, so they're really setting up that dynamic. And I already knew, I was like, this isn't going to end well for one of them. Yeah, I. they were doing it on purpose. They were, exactly. giving, they were giving us these cute moments on purpose because, um, again, on our Discord server, there's been a lot of talk of Baby Yoda being taken, Grogu, sorry, being taken uh, by Gideon and the the Empire, I just wasn't expecting it this episode. Same here. And actually, I'm quite. I, I almost feel relieved. I feel relieved that it's happening now, as opposed to the last chapter. You know, <clears throat> and now we got two more chapters to save him. It feels yeah. like. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm really happy with with the way it's going. Um, something, but again, before we go into more plot and stuff, I thought, see, see, who's the guy that directed this? Is it Richard Rodriguez? Robert, Robert Rodriguez. Rob, yeah, he's Robert a, Rodriguez. He's, he's a, a Quentin Tarantino uh, collaborator. He's done, he did Sin City, Elite Battle Angel. He's very famous for doing the Mexico trilogy and kind of grindhouse films. So yeah. he's got a specific style hence when you mentioned the action i was like this is rodriguez all over yeah i i can completely see that but i'll be honest with you there are other things in the episode that i i thought was a bit ropey mm-hmm. like, i didn't think the camera work was was fantastic i thought the camera work in dave filoni's episode in the last chapter was a lot better um <clears throat> and that wasn't perfect that wasn't perfect in places but yeah, it just felt like there weren't any moments to just take in any surrounding. And it was almost like very on-the-ground camera work, shaky camera work in places. And almost just, did. it just didn't feel that Star Wars-y to me. And and that, this is this didn't ruin the episode for me whatsoever. Um, one other thing that I've got to get off my chest before we get to the filth, before we get to Spice Town, you know, on the next stop that's it mate the train the train is coming but before we get to the next stop um you know slave one appears boba fett ship Mm -hmm. sick yeah okay brilliant loved seeing that when it when it landed and again we're going to get into the specifics of that i'm sure but when it landed it didn't look right when it was landing (laughs) it was i haven't noticed this it was really quick you know sometimes I just pick up on these small little visual things. Like hair in the wind, yeah. Yeah, it would honestly, bro. It just like it just come down and landed. It didn't. It didn't like, come down, again, slow or... down, turn around, and then land like ships do in Star Wars. It just kind of smoothly went. That's it. I was like, oh, okay, that's a little bit weird. That was like a weird decision. Um, now pretty much 
everything else is pretty spicy. But I'm glad we got to see, mate boy, we're going into it. Glad we got to see Boba Fett again because part of me was like, we're not going to see him for the rest of the season. But, well, actually, I was one of the things I was after was waiting for Tamura Morrison to say the name, and he did, and he called him Boba Fit. So it's Boba. It's definitely Boba now, Boba Fit. Um, mate, we didn't. Do, uh, we saw Slave One, which was boss anyway. I need to check that landing. But we saw we see him with a Tuscan Raider spear and one of their guns. He's after the armor, and he says, "You know, that was my father's armor." And he name checks Django, which is wicked. You know, shout out to Django, Attack of the Clones, and he mentions Django a few times, and I like that. And we find out more about. Boba and Django, and where he got gets the armor from, and Django was a a foundling himself. Therefore, oh. you know, the, the the armor is uh, Boba's thing because it was Boba's. Sorry, it's passed down by a generation, and that's when you mentioned the act. As soon as you mentioned the action, um, I knew exactly that. I knew you were going to pick up on that because I, again, I haven't seen, but I imagine lots of other people are picking up on the action because I, for, for speaking personally, I've always said look, Boba Fett's a bit of a clown in the films. He doesn't really do anything. You know what I mean? Why is he so revered? What's it? I'm not talking EU or the legend stuff. I mean, in the films, like what people, most people have seen, how, what's he done to get this kind of status mm-hmm. as the number one bounty hunter? So I think it was, I think a little bit of this was John, Dave and Robert Rodriguez just course correcting a bit and saying, look, you want Boba? This is, this is the Boba you've wanted. This is him just wrecking shop. And I think that's, pretty much the reason why because i was watching thinking why is fennec shand oh by the way fennec shand's back um but we'll mention her in a minute uh-huh. like, why is fennec <laughs> taking everyone down and then not showing because they're not showing boba fett doing anything he's just hiding behind a rock and then of course they give him his first like, hero moment when he jumps out and takes him down and then the second hero moment when he's got the armor back so they kind of did a lot it was very boba centric in terms of giving him the big moments just so he could finally have something where you're like right okay we've finally seen him be the man we uh, we 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 we've heard about for so many years. But see, I didn't. I thought Boba Fett was cool. Look, I like Tamura Morrison. I just think he, like I mentioned before, he looks like he just rip your neck off, your head off your neck for smiling at you. But I like him. I think he's good in this. Fennec Shand is back because it opens. Obviously, the prologue opens with Fennec in the sand, and I was convinced upon watching that um, prelude that it was Moff Gideon because like, the way he is walking the, with the boots—that's how Moff Gideon walks. Like very kind of like slow, calculate, almost like he's stumbling. I was like, oh, it's Gideon. No, it was uh, it was Boba. So she's back. She's got a robotic gut now. And they're working together. And I liked the dynamic between them all. One of the notes I did have was, I know it's the Bounty Hunter Guild and the Code of Honor, but um, I, I was just slightly, I thought the way Fennec was like, yeah, I'll work with you, Mando. Yeah, I hope you get the kid back. Then there was, there was like, that was it. It was just like, there was nothing about beforehand. They were fighting, trying to kill each other. But this in this episode, it was just like, yeah, the code says, you know, the debt says I'll help you out. So now we're best friends. I thought that was a bit abrupt, the way that happened. Um, but again, not really overly bothered by it, to be honest. I, I thought it's fine. I think, I think if anything, it shows how, when you think about the, the last few trilogies, you know, especially like with Django and um boba in the in the originals right Mm -hmm. it's it is just yeah they've signed a contract so that's what that's what's going down um and yeah i kind of like it i'm like yeah this is a guy that he tends to be hired by bad people and do you know debatably bad things well we know bad things but he's baddie but like he's not too different to mando Right, he's not too different to a lot of other bounty hunters. 
Um, because after all, it is a complicated profession. Um, I meant more Fennec, though, because ba- ba- Boba, he says straight up, I don't care about oh, fighting. I just want the armor back, dude. That's my, that's my oh, father's sorry, armor. Sorry, sorry, no, no, sorry. You no, were no, talking about Fennec Shand. Or Fennec, yeah, just because. And she, it, there was. Obviously, at the start, she's like, you're lucky you've seen a ghost, and you think, okay, there's the, uh, there's the friction. But then by the end, it's like, yeah, we're buds now. Let's go and get the child. I thought that was a bit abrupt where the way that was had a Bobo, I could see because he he got no beef with the man. Though. He just wants his armor back. He, he's got his armor back, and he'll right. You gave me the armor, or I got it back. I'll help you with the child. And I know obviously Fenix in his in Boba's debt now almost, so they kind of have to work together. But I just thought it was very. They kind of abruptly became BFFs in the episode. But again, as a shorter episode, the pace of this thing was breakneck. It oh, was all yeah. set in like, on like one hill basically from top to bottom. And see, I didn't mind the camera work too much because it was. It kind of played into that frenetic pace, but I do see what you mean. There was a great shot of Fennec Shand leaping backwards off a hill against the sunset, blowing people up. But yeah, um, yeah, no, that I, was I pretty. Liked, that was pretty cool. That was pretty. That cool. was cool. I like the trio of bounty hunters. Though. I'm I'm excited to see those three working together. Uh, I mean, we know there's going to be more, but it's certainly those three working together, like with their particular set of skills, to find Gideon, who obviously came back in this episode. Hmm. A lot happens, Matt. Like you said, I, I wish I could have rewatched this already. Like I'm like, man, I need to go rewatch this. <laughs> but you know, stupid life gets in the way and you have right. commitments. Um, but yeah, right. So I, I am gonna rewatch it and I'm I'm gonna like ha- have a look on the uh the old camera work and all those all those other stuff that i've that I've mentioned um yeah fennec shand yeah i see what you mean it is a, a wee bit convenient but yeah i i get that these people scream and i guess it goes back to what i was saying with Bobba. these guys are you know they, they believe in principles they yeah. believe in their bounty hunting principle and the code um django being a foundling therefore a mandalorian kind of a, it's almost like a retcon on the old canon because I don't know how much this has been spoken about in in the, like the the new canon, but it's kind of an interesting way around it where he's not well, he's not necessarily a native to Mandalore, but he was he was raised as a Mandalorian. I think that's absolutely yeah. awesome absolutely awesome makes way more sense because now when i meet people or like i talk to family they're like oh it's like um that boba fett oh he's mandalorian i can be like yeah pretty much instead of yeah well technically technically he's not actually actually they weren't mandos so i like the fact that um john said well it makes more sense that they kind of are not te- they technically are but not by blood per se so i, no. I, I dig it I dig it. I think it's an it's an it's a lovely way around it. Lovely way around it. And uh yeah, I can't wait to go rewatch the uh the arena scene in Attack of, a Snack of the Clones, you yeah. know. Um but I I think it's good, mate. Couldn't believe right. Hang on. Oh, I know what's no. coming. I know no. what's coming. I've I've got it in capital. Because I, I feel like we're doing this in a messy way, but I don't I don't I don't care. You know, it's it's it, it's it's a lot to take in, a lot of spice, a lot of filth happens in this I chapter. I can't believe the razor crest got blown yeah. up. I know. I, I, we said that week they wouldn't do that. We're like, no, it's too iconic. They just bought out this massive three hundred pound Hasbro ship. It's there for the long run. Right. 
And it's actually one of the most beautiful ships in Star Wars. I, love that I ship, can't man. even lie. Like the Razor Crest is one of the most good looking ships, and it's an original. It's an it's an original series, right? It's an yeah, OG man. model. It's not just copying anything. It's not just bringing back the old. Um, it's the real deal, mate, boy. Not anymore. It's, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, it was in the past tense. Now, I can't believe oh, it. Right. It's it seemed actually quite brave to do that. I think it's, it's great that they've done it. Yeah, it's like, oh, right. Now what? I, you know, exactly. I didn't think I've got a theory on that, and it may or may not come to pass. But I, I wrote think this I know down, your theory, and I was like, right. I hope this makes me think smart, and I don't know if the rest of the internet's got it. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few episodes, but my feeling is, Boba's going out like a hero and mando's having slave one. Oh, i don't know because mando needs a ship man no and i know it how makes much of a sense fan service thing would that be not whether i'd like it or not it's a different story because it is like you know that ship you like the mando ship he's got it now but he needs a ship so unless they're gonna hopefully they come up with a nice brand new design so the mando gets like his own custom uh modded out beast of a, uh, a ship or they may just be like here you go have slave one and then you know if and the fans can rejoice that seems crazy. Mm-hmm. That would seem mad. That if anything, that's like well confusing. But <laughs> you I get it. And on paper, I think you're 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 probably right. That that makes sense. But that kind of it, it's all pinned on the idea of Boba dying, Boba dying, and yeah. getting killed off. Which I don't think they'll do because he's got a series coming out. But yeah, I don't. Course, yeah. Right, but we don't know where that's set. We don't know. That's probably going to be the tell of him getting out of the um, Sarlacc, yeah. Sarlacc and good just stuff. everything. But anyway, anyway, um, yeah, I thought that was super brave, super brave. Mate, what are they thinking? <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's ridiculous, and I love it. <laughs> The only thing, if Dave Filoni, because we did get we did get one um, line recycled in this episode when Boba says, "I'm a simple man making my way through the oh. galaxy," obviously, and he says, "Like my father before me." But you know that if Dave Filoni was was <laughs> directing this, when Mando's like, rummaging through the Razor Crest for his bits, you know, Boba would have sat, just stood there and said, "Pack your things, we're leaving," or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I loved. The callback. I loved it. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to pretend. Matt, Matt, I'm not going to pretend I'm above it. I'm not going to pretend I'm above it. I'm here for it. I love it, mate. I'm like, because he is, he is just a simple man trying to make his way through the galaxy. I'm here for that. We're all here for that. with anyone. Even says, I don't work for anyone, basically. I like that they didn't just say, my father. They actually said, Django. And they said it quite a few times. So it's a nice little callback that they mentioned that. And um, what did you think then, mate, about because basically the, the whole episode is just uh, a fight between bounty hunters and stormtroopers in order for them to not get the child who's meditating. We haven't mentioned that. Grogu is actually tapped into the force. He's in. He, he's in. Mando can't reach him. And then obviously before we mention how he gets how he gets gone. But in terms of like, the actual, because we've said before, and I've said it, I, I don't want another episode where it's, can you help me? Yes, but you must help me first. This was the episode. We didn't get like somebody asking for Mando's help. So... Did, did you like the fact that it was just basically half an hour of just like frantic action to try and yeah. save the world? Yeah, it was It was really good because people even online are talking about quest. I'm already on a quest. You know, <laughs> everyone's talking about that, right? And I think, you know, fair enough, but that's what yeah. the show is. The show is that. 
um it is quests it is a long rpg right and there needs to be excuses for picking stuff up on the way that's it and it feels like a video game i'm here for that i am here for that but it was almost refreshing to have an episode where like i said at the start i can't believe they just were like bang at the planet they're there honestly especially because of the thumbnail i was thinking oh he's gonna go back to navarro (laughs) um and yeah which he does but it's it's in reverse and it makes sense doing it like that i'm like yeah i kind of get why he's done that um so yeah i think the pacing was excellent like it just flew by it flew by and i think the action all helped with that the hill battle helped with that um and yeah, just sending down this squaddies of of stormies and them getting all murked. Yeah, I'm again here for that. We got the artillery boy, we got cannon boy, we got um, you know, gunman boy, I guess. Uh, bullet boy. We got one that looked like Commander Kobe, and it's like orange and white armor. It wasn't I noticed Kobe, that. But... I noticed that. Yeah. I was like, mate, that's sick. That's like yeah. Battlefront through and through. I love it. Yes. Um, because those sort of variants, man, collectors are going to be all over that. But fans love that. Like I, I remember, I distinctly remember in the prequel era thinking, man, look at all these clones of all their like, colors. Yeah. Right? And the sequel trilogy didn't really have a lot of that. And I think now, and, and actually when you think about it, the originals didn't have loads. They had like a few variants, obviously. But yeah, I yeah. feel like that was something the prequels actually did best. And it's nice to get, you get a lot of flavor of the prequels in this, right? You get to so, and just to see Tamara Morrison back in action. Um, and what what did you think, Matty Boy, when he put on the armor? Uh, I thought he looked a bit, um, I can't say the, the actual word, Boba, Boba Fett, he looked a bit big. Um, he, looked like a, he looked a bit hench. Um, but I liked him, mate. He got his hero moment. Um, he looked a bit thick. Yeah, that's the best the way of putting it. But remember, this is the last time we saw Boba in that was five years prior in Return of the Jedi. And he's been living on Tatooine, probably in Bantha for the last five years. He looked hench, mate. He looked, he looked like a unit. I, I kind of liked that. I kind of yeah. liked the... He looked big and imposing. It felt a bit more realistic. Plus as well, like he's, again, not trying to be out of order. He's getting on a little bit. Yeah, so metabolisms and that slow down <laughs> i don't know it was like yeah he's he's obviously not been living um like an easy life you know and his his skin reflects that and stuff um been in a starlight pit, yeah it's like one of my favorite figures is the chunky boy mandalorian with oh. the jetpack in in chapter three in the sin right heavy infantry, heavy infantry guy yeah, because it's it's nice to see just that not everyone is ripped beefcakes, right? There's actually some people who are in between, and it's just like, I kind of like that. I kind of liked that. It was just, I liked that it was just normalized, but he was still a badass. Um, and to see him with the armor on again, it did look really cool. And he, and he pulled some really good moves, really, really good moves, especially shooting down the ship. And he's like, oh, I, I actually missed. I was going for the other one. <laughs> the other one. Oh, was great. That's great. Like, mate, that's so sick. That's I rewatched so it and he does. His targeting computer targets the one, the, the, the one closest to him and it does get the other one. So a little geeky me was like, 
Let me go back and check. Nope, checks out. He was aiming for the other one. Right, but isn't that good? Because it shows that the technology in this universe isn't perfect, just like it's not in the real world. Oh, yeah, man. It shows that Bobber is still his absolute machine, but even his technology is going to go a bit awry sometimes. But I I liked seeing him just like murk those troopers in his... In his robes, but I, I like the when robes. he put the when he put the armor on, that's like right. This this is it now, and it make now what now I'm like, hey, this is this is why people love Fett, and in now now this is in canon, not legend. This is in canon. Fett is an absolute machine. I get it now. Similar to Ahsoka last week, seeing Ahsoka live action, I was like, right, this is I I'm in. I'm on I'm board on board the train now. And now with Boba as well, I mean, it's, it's going to take one more than one episode to make me think, oh, this guy's an absolute monster. But it looks like he's potentially going to be in the next, well, probably the final episode, whether he's in the next one. Because I think the next one's going to be, well, I, mean, I think the next one's going to be a, it's going to be a prison break. But um, I liked seeing Boba in the armor. I thought it looked great when he was flying Slave 1. It was just kind of like, right, you know, fans have wanted to see this for a long time. And for the fans of Boba Fett out there, shout out to the Boba Fett fan club as well. You know they're going to absolutely love this, and I'm dead chuffed for them as well because they are going to dig this. This is this is what they've seen in the comics and the books for the last thirty years, and now yeah. live action on screen. So that was awesome to see, and it was good to see Fennec Shand, you know, doing stuff as well as in the force the first episode we saw her. She was pretty much handcuffed for the most part. It was good to see her in it. I think Ming Na Wen is great in 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 a lot of stuff she's in. So it's good it's good to see them all working together basically, and um, they're going to have to work together if they're going to take down those. Uh, Dark troopers, aren't they, mate? Oh, mate. Before we get into the uh, DTs, the naughty DTs, um, do you, I've got I've got two points to make, right? Oh, okay. So, Fennec Shan, I really liked the stomach thing. I liked that lift. She lift up to she uh, lifted her like top up, and there was like that machine in her stomach. Oh, I know we've already yeah. kind of spoken about Fennec. I really liked that as someone who. And this is the way I thought about it, and I guess I would think about this, is um, as someone who's had like operations on their stomach and stuff, right? Because I've got Crohn's disease. I thought, man, imagine if you're a kid and you were like really embarrassed about like scars or whatever. I was like, that looks amazing. That looks great. great. Yeah, that's that's like a really cool little thing. Is it because I thought she was left for dead, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough. But to be honest, this the episode and the series is so good, so good, so good that those all stupid things you kind of end up forgiving. It's kind of like with Return of the Jedi, right? On paper, Return of the Jedi can feel like a bit of a stupid film, but but it's not <laughs> because the whole thing, the bigger picture, is just marvelous, and, yeah. and the way, just the way it is done, the the finished product, the end result is. It's lovely, and it gives me those feels. It gives me, it, it fills me with optimism, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like with that's kind of like one of those things with with Fennec. I think um, here's a question for you, mate. Before we move on to the old uh, notorious notorious DTs, the Dark Troopers, do you think at all? Right, because we're obviously praising Boba Fett here, and we're we're obviously like we like that bit. Do you think that Boba Fett was at all overpowered? In this episode, um, yes, but be, but pretty much for the reason I mentioned earlier that they they basically just wanted to give fans the moment they wanted for Boba Fett. We've had Bo-Katan taking falls down. We've seen a toka, a toka, a soaker, murking falls left, right, and centre in the coolest ways. 
And I think it was just a case of like, you know, here, here he is. Here's your boy. What you've been waiting for, Boba, for years. Here you go. Here, here is him just gratuitously just destroying stormtroopers' faces, bodies, blowing them up, like blowing their guts out, uh, taking ships down with his rockets. I think I think it's basically just a kind of uh, to cut a payback for the fans who wanted something from Boba. I think, but yes, was he OP? Probably, yeah, I think so. And but he did do that wicked um, when he before he holstered his gun, he span it in like proper oh. fetch hole. But yeah, I think he was. But um, like he's like you've just said in terms of bringing people back, including Fennec. Now, if they're going if they are going to bring people back, um, then it all depends on what they do with them afterwards. Like they're going to bring. I've always said if they're going to bring Boba back, why? What are they going to do with him? So now we're going to start seeing. They've brought Fennec back. Okay, what have they brought her back for? Right, okay, Boba's picked her up. They're kind of working in tandem now. Where's that going to go? So that's more interested in just bringing people back for the sake of it. Um, but yeah, I think he I think he was. But I think it was more just a kind of like a... It was fan service, wasn't it, man? But are you, yeah, do you think sure. he's hoping? No, I, yes and no. I was like, man, this isn't the same Boba. I'll be honest. And again, maybe it's because it's we are part of the prequel generation. I was like, man, this is Django Fett. But it's like, well, yeah, obviously, Boba is a clone of Django, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, all right, I'm on board with it. I love it. I'm here for it. And just to see that, it's just the canon coming together and just slotting into place like this, it's Honestly, it's a payoff for so many Star Wars fans. And I think that's why this episode will be so well received by the fans. That's why it's going to be trending on Twitter all day today, right? It's because people are going to be talking about this. There's going to be a lot of discussion on this. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I thought they did him quite well. I thought, it, it again, it makes me, we've mentioned Return of the Jedi. I do look back at Jedi and think, hmm. Yeah, maybe he was maybe he was having a bad day or something. He, he maybe had like a cold or something. He wasn't up to it. Yeah, maybe he had a few too vod- too many vodkas at old Jabba's palace. He's having a sandwich. I love that when he said that when he's like the Beck, the Empire, and Fennec's like, nah, the Outer Realms under the New Republic jurisdiction. And he's like, this isn't a spy stream. There's actually a massive ship right there. So he's obviously spiced out of his helmet when he was in Return of the yeah, Jedi. He knows. He knows what that is. We're probably going to get a comic book about it. Bobber and the Spice. <laughs> Bobber and the Spice Run. How he Twilight. accidentally he, he accidentally inhales a spice cake. And that's he's like, like, he's like, whoa. And that's because he's in a song. He's like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. And it's just <laughs> him inhaling spice and falling in. He's just staring at like a coat rack or something. Like, grab your things. We're leaving. Yeah. Like this, this, this is Asta. Get out. That's it. Yeah, this is Asta. <laughs> is You're di- the microwaves are down there, mate. Um, <laughs> this isn't a spice stream. What a quote. I think. Uh, yeah, that I I I liked it. I liked it. Not really that bothered about OP or not, but I thought it was just an interesting, like, line of thought to go down just before we get to the dark troopers, mate, boy. Mate, yeah, I didn't bother that. Mine is OP. I was like, yeah, I'm here for it. They've been teasing fit for about the, since the return of the Jedi. So let's have it. Yeah. The dark troopers, we, uh, we see Gideon, obviously, like I said, uh, Boba's like, right. The empire is back. So we know that they're back. And the fact that Boba Fett seemed almost intimidated. That's when, you know, like, Oh no, something, yeah, these guys aren't messing around. We see Gideon. I was like, yes, I've told you, I want as much Gideon's, but Gideon, I always say he has such a presence because they're using him sparingly, which is right. When he is on screen, you know he means business. Since he's been on screen, he did all, he did everything in those last two episodes of the last season. 
He's blown up the Razor Crest. He's he's captured Baby Yoda. He's sent out the Dark Trooper. The man isn't messing around. And so it was the Dark Troopers in that episode the other week, and they're off. When he says, "Have you in, have you engaged them?" And they're like, "Yep." And you see them flying like man like metal Mandalorians, and you've got this industrial soundtrack going, and you've got Mando and Fennec trying to get to the child. Like they, you've got no chance, and they take him. And that's obviously the tragedy tragedy gah, of the episode is they take. They take Bubba, but I'm glad that we didn't have a face-off between Mando and the Dark Troopers yet, because I want that to be a big deal. I didn't want to have, I didn't want to see Mando like take a few of them out, because then I would, that would have been like, oh, they're no, they're no better than battle droids. But I think these are going to be like proper villainous droids. So I'm glad we didn't see a battle between them. But yeah, they look I, awesome, mate. They I, look I, good. I think they're saving that because yeah. again, this is a comment that I've expressed in our Discord server. In our cheeky spoilery uh, chat, we got two chats: non-spoiler and spoilery. And um, the spoilery one goes down every Friday, down. And um, mate, I, I was I was kind of like thinking uh, about two weeks ago seeing what is now obviously the Dark Troopers. Yeah, I was like, that makes so much sense because it, again, they're bringing in from the expanded law, um, the old EU. Um, but it it makes a lot of sense because droids can be cut down real easy mm-hmm. and you're not going to be feel quite as bad about it especially yeah, especially if Matty boy there's a jedi on the other side yeah right? you know that Someone... jedi's going to be as well well it again it makes a point this episode makes a point of the mando still having his best car staff right a melee weapon oh, yeah. right you now have we know that ahsoka is in the mix but also something else that i feel like is going to be kind of like an over, an oversight of this episode is you know, Baby Yoda did manage to send out a communication. He said he he went onto that rock and he was doing his thing. He was determining his his future, his reality, and he was sending out signals to 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 Jedi. Supposedly, that's what we've been told. And now my mind is just filling with, oh wow, this is real. He's done it, and we have two episodes left of this series. You know what could happen. Are we going to see Ahsoka again? Will we see another Force user? Will we see a Jedi Master? Not Mace Windu. I think it would be. I think Ahsoka. (laughs) I think she's going. I think basically they they had their Force meeting last week where they're reading each other telekinesis. I think she's tapped into Baby Yoda, and I think she almost not literally, but I think she almost kind of by doing that can almost like track him or, or feel him. She can now sense him through the force because they have that connection. She will, she would have known he is on that stone and sent out the call and also that he potentially is in trouble. I, I think it's going to, it would make more sense if it's her just for like budget wise, because we've already seen her and story wise. So I think it's going to be a soaker mate. If it isn't, I'm here for anyone they give us, but I think it will be, um, I think Rosario is coming back. Maybe we're going to have Boba, Ahsoka, potentially Bo-Katan, Fennec, Bill Burr's coming back, uh, Miggs Mayfield. Yeah, how, how do you feel about that? We, I think most people guessed that they were going to come back because he didn't kill them. I'm interested because I think obviously the next episode is going to be Mando breaking out Mayfield. Is he going to get the others out? I don't know. How's Mayfield going to take being broken out? Is he going to turn on Mando in the last episode? 
I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't mind the character of Mayfield. I thought it was fine. I'm just quite intrigued about how they're actually going to use him. I mean, what has he got? Because they, they said that, they said they need him to get on Gideon's ship to get to Gideon. So obviously, he's got that set of skills. But but also, I don't know, he, came was, out of nowhere, he, mate. he was an ex Imperial. That's right? right. That's right. He was an ex Imperial. It for me, it came out of nowhere. I'm I'm for it. It did kind of come out of nowhere. He's like, I oh, agree. I need Mayfield. It felt a bit random, right? Because. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That did feel a bit random. But I'm 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 thinking that the only reason Mando is thinking of him is because the Imperial passed and he'll know his way around a uh, Star Cruiser. Yep. You know? Uh because you, you, you think about like Boba, he's like, Oh, the Empire, they're back. These guys won't know their bottoms from their elbow on a Imperial Star Cruiser, right? They won't they won't know what's going down. They don't know where the VAT tubes are. They don't know anything. Whereas Sweet. Mayfield, that's the only thing I'm thinking. Is it May it's Mayfeld, isn't it? Mayfeld, yeah. Makes Mayfeld. Mayfeld, yeah. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. Mayfeld like knows his way around the Imperium and, and all of those like in in ships and stuff. And I think that's why Mando's thinking of him. And I think actually from that perspective it's a pretty good call. Although admittedly my initial feeling was, oh that's a bit random. But just sitting on it, I think that kind of makes sense a little bit. Um a lot happens in this episode, Matty Boy. I need to rewatch it. There's a lot of cute moments with baby. Um there's a lot of action and just I wasn't expecting this much to happen. I just wasn't expecting this much to happen. And I think, yeah, although just my gut feeling is, yeah, this isn't up there. Like, for example, I prefer last week's episode with Ahsoka, and I, I just preferred a lot of things about that. This is still an outstanding episode, and it's just propelling the story forward. Uh, so I'm really, really pleased about that, mate. No, it's good to hear, mate. I mean, they're all being consistently good if not very good and excellent. So, and that's all I could ask for. We haven't had a particular dip yet. Hopefully we don't get it in the next two episodes. Hopefully we can finish this season off with an absolute bang. But yeah, there's, a, there's a couple of other cool things. Obviously Mando finds Baby Yoda's little ball in the wreckage. Oh. And as soon as he picked that up and he kind of gr- gripped it in his palm, I was thinking, he's crying. Mando's gonna, and that, and also just like Mando's going to absolutely destroy Gideon and every and everyone involved with the Empire to get Baby back, but that as well because he didn't he didn't say anything really, did he? Until later, until a, a bit further up when he walked up the hill. But he got that moment of him uh, looking for that ball, and I was love I loved that. And it, yeah, you see the emotion. I think you could see like sadness and that like, fury as well. Uh, you mentioned the Beskar staff, Gideon. Gideon shows us the dark saber, so I think those two are going head to head with the dark saber. And we see Baby O. Let's not forget we see Grogu flinging those troopers around, choking them to death. And Gideon is loving it because he knows first he's going to send him to sleep. But, you know, they maybe they can corrupt Grogu oh, to the dark side. And then um, they stun him and put him in these little baby shackles and baby put and Dr. Pershing's on the way. But, yeah, they um, they obviously shackle little Grogu, but he's he's flinging those troopers around like nobody's business. As soon as Ma- as soon as the dad of Laurier's not looking, he's he's been a naughty boy. Oh, Groot Rogu is, and you know, some wicked little moments. Cara Dune, Marshal of the New Republic, she's now legit, but she but she will bend the rules where Grogu's concerned. Um, please don't kill Gideon is another thing I want. And the the rock coming down the hill, taking down the, the Stormies, was like a kind of fun nod, a little cheeky nod to Indiana Jones. I thought, right. I so thought that, that was fun. And yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That did break my heart, man. My final bit on that is 
when Baba Yoda Grogu is being lifted off by the dark troopers and Mando looks up through his like heat visors and you see little baby Yoda wide eyed just looking back down at, at Mando and I was like he's looking at him like please come please help me save me yeah. I thought oh no yeah, and then I thought you've got to I was like right as much as I want Gideon to live Mando you've got to go I want you to crush everybody up on that ship you'll get that kid back you'll get us you'll get him back even if you need Bill Burr to help you do it but I don't know it, it sounds like he's putting together his own kind of Avengers team mate how that works, I don't know, but there's no, no we, we don't know Bo Katan's coming back or not. Katie Sackhoff pretty much intimated that she is, but again, without that confirmation, even though everything else has come true, without that confirmation, I'm going to err on the side of caution. But it looks like we're in, I think the finale is going to be massive. I think they're going to go huge for the final, mate. But I think, do you reckon think we're going to get right. that prison break next? I think it's the next two episodes. I feel like the next two chapters will almost fill up part one and two, which will mirror the first season. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just really excited to see what happens. Um, I think it's going to be a prison break, and I think we're going to see a few familiar characters. We may even see some new ones. Mate, I'm so ready for this. I, I, I can't believe it, man. I, I think we're in a real good place and i i am so eager to see what happens next and i'm going to reiterate i adore this weekly format i mm-hmm. adore it it makes the mandalorian so relevant for so long and it, it how how good does it feel mate how good does this feel week in week out and i'm just happy i'll be honest mate i don't feel like i've been let down at all at at all, I think they've delivered. And we've got two episodes to go, um, which is obviously the climax of, of, of the season and the series so far. It's going to be a big one, mate. It's going to be a big one. This is the Super Bowl of Star Wars coming. I'm telling you, mate, it's going to be filth. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly so happy with where we are, mate. I can't wait to see next week's episode. And that, that's exactly how I should feel. Yep, you're spot on, mate. I feel as good as Din Djarin whilst his best guy's getting peppered with blaster shots. And he's just like, keep <laughs> coming. He got battered this episode as well. Okay, final questions, mate. Literally, n- uh, names and a, and a yes or no answer for the second one. First question, names. Is anyone dying in these last two episodes? Second question, is this the best Star Wars we've had since maybe Empire? First question, yeah, I think, we could, I think they're going to kill off some people. I think some people are going to die. Um, I'm not entirely sure who just yet. I need to think about this because, again, I've only seen this episode once um, and I've rewatched like the last chapter. I've rewatched like four times, right? So I need to I need to rewatch it and, and just like meditate on it. Um, I think, is this the best song? That's hard to say, man. Put you on the spot. <laughs> That's so hard to say because I adore so much of Star Wars. And The Mandalorian wouldn't exist and wouldn't be nearly as good without all of the expanded lore, including the sequel trilogy. We know where the galaxy ends up. And actually, I feel like The Mandalorian is... it. it it's almost better because of that. Like, part of me thinks that. So... I'm going to have to revisit that. But I think The Mandalorian is one of my favorite bits of Star Wars ever. I'll say that. I will say that. 
It's the best answer you could have given and a well put answer, mate. So nice one, buddy. I think people are going, I think people are going down in these next few episodes, but they blew up the razor crest. I think people are going out, but um, what do you guys think of that? Where are we going the last two episodes? Will the crew start to get whittled down now? Is Grogu coming back? What's going to happen? What did you think of the episode? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Let us know in the comments below or send us a message to our socials. Luke Bly, where can the world find the sessions online? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can find us at Star Wars Sessions on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, The Lot, Facebook, we're there, come chat. And uh, check out our Patreon patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions you can sign up there for extra juicy spicy content for just two dollars a month which is less than a cup of coffee from a coffee shop that's it and if you want to join our discord send us a dm we'll get you into our star wars discord star wars sessions discord and we're on youtube as well we've got videos going up and all the audio only episodes go up on there as well so keep your eyes peeled and subscribe to that as well but Thank you for listening. I cannot wait for the final two episodes. But until next time, this is the way. This is the way.